is this? Ah, the French. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? I'm here, Papa! Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. First listen to the animal man, the Snoopy Snoopy poop dog. My wife hated me being a firefighter. We were divorced nine months later. If you don't mind my saying, I don't like your attitude one bit. Inspired. Six times I've now ruined my whiskey. I'm under what? I just want to do whatever serves the corporation best. Good night, Mr. Wanton. Good night. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Welcome to World Champion Podcast. My name is Brighton. I'm Sean Black. And here we are, World Champion Podcast is the brand new podcast bringing you the finest in entertainment and all the news that matters. Indeed. Indeed. We're hoping. That's where we are. So who are we? If you're listening to this, um, you probably just came in off the street. You don't know who we are. We are licensed podcasters. That's right. We went, We have degrees in podcasting. Yeah, that's. Uh, we've been kind of working on that correspondence course that we found Mm-hmm. Um, over the last few weeks, and it's cool because you can just print your own degree. Right. Once you finish, they send you a PDF, <laughs> and, you, and then you print it out. But it's, there it is, right there on the wall. No, we're required to display it. Beautifully next to our, framed. Yeah. Next to our business license and our health code mm-hmm. inspection certificate. I'm proud of that B. Yeah. For the health code. I mean, there's a dog in the house, which has lost us some points. Mm-hmm. But anyway, sure. we are. Uh, Formerly of the podcast Fight for Comics, which was at fightforcomics.com, and Pizza Party Podcast, which was at pizzapartypodcast.com. We did that for a combined, between the two of us, 15 years. Yeah. And if you really stack them on top of each other, if you that's, st- that's <laughs> almost two decades. Right. If you consider that Pizza Party was a year, mm-hmm. that, that's two years. and then I think Pizza Party was two years, so it might be four years. Yeah, so between 15 and 20 years of podcasting experience combined. Yeah. Um, and we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, a couple of our other friends were part of that show. Mm-hmm. Those shows, I should say. Uh, Teddy Dubs and Sean Leslie. Uh, they've moved on, and we haven't. Right. And because, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about the situation. Right. And right now, we are in the top, as you probably heard in our little teaser episode we are right now in the top of a ferris wheel in the middle of beautiful smogville usa uh, home of the world's largest coal miner graveyard right it's just, and the skies are just a beautiful shade of gray it's yeah just this gray well what i like or is brown maybe kind of an amber yeah hue, yeah. like a like an ale yeah <laughs> like holding an ale up to the light i'm not clear on where smogville is exactly right we were brought here in a in a blacked out limo but the cool thing is we're we're getting paid supposedly we because i signed a contract you signed a contract right right um there's all it's long term it was extensive we didn't have time to really get into the details on our side as far as us reading the contract in detail yeah but no but it's a delightful world's fair of epic proportions right they needed a podcast they needed the best podcast they needed Mm -hmm. the world champion podcast they brought us he the uh, mr pumpernickel heard about our experience right through his earphones, I guess. I've never really seen him use, like, interact with technology. That's right. So I don't know how he even heard about us. Or yeah, that's true. But this this Ferris wheel does have electricity run to it. Some kind of I don't know if it's, it's an extension cord situation. Maybe the Ferris wheel itself is generating electricity. 
That's but if we not, are, that's a good idea. And we yeah, we should look should into we that. Bring maybe, that up in maybe, staff I haven't meeting. seen we have we've been up here a long time actually, but I haven't really talked to anyone. And it is getting late. I'm not sure who's spo- supposed to kind of let us down and out of this, but if not we have our idea, and if we see them, we'll be able to bring it up. I'm going to be honest. It's been a struggle, too, because our last uh, – we retired from our other podcast about sure. – by the time you hear this, it's been, what, two, two and a half months? Yeah, maybe three months. Um, we couldn't figure out web hosting. We couldn't figure out uh, how to podcast, really. Right, right. You're, you're surprised. It's, it's the opposite of learning to ride a bike, where you immediately forget everything. Yeah. So it's not like we got in front of the mics and in front of the the computer screens and we just immediately just started hacking. Just away. started going away. It was yeah. just like, does this thing need to be powered? Does it does this thing turn on? I can't remember. Right. Or do we do we which end of this mic do we talk into? You know, the, where the wire is coming out. See, I thought it was because where the wire was coming. It out. It makes sense. It makes sense. So. No, no. There's like just this little disco ball thing at the end. And then it sort of. It, it, no, it didn't come back at all. I was gonna say it did, but. What's the point in that? Yeah. In fact, if you're hearing this, then we've succeeded. You might not ever hear this. Yeah. And we should be carried on chairs <laughs> like heroes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, no, we do get furloughs out of the Ferris wheel. What have you been up to the last few weeks? Anything interesting? We Also, to preserve the integrity of the podcast and make sure that only the freshest material gets to you, we have not spoken. Yeah. You and I, we've been hanging out. And it's been awkward because... Been, yeah, kind of... T- there's some tension, I'd say. Yeah. Last we, time you wordlessly handed me, uh, like, a big hunk of cornbread. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then we sat down to watch... I don't even remember. Right. Oh, yeah, I do. We muted it. And we muted it because... <laughs> we didn't, didn't want all that talking. Yeah. Silence is golden. <laughs> right. Yeah. Post, post-podca- po- post-podcasting <laughs> silence is golden. Just look at that sign I have hung up. In the in the Ferris wheel. And next to the business license and the right. podcasting certificate right. and our diplomas. Right. And the food inspection permit. Oh, I hope there's no more strong blasts of wind through here. Knock all those down again. But Yeah, we need paperweights. Do you think we can get those paperweights that have, like, scorpions in them? Oh, we for sure can. Okay, this is good. Smogville. <laughs> That's true. This is, Smog- a, this is the scorpion sting capital of the, of the east, right? Oh, I know. I've been to the memorial. Yeah. So there's <laughs> a lot of scorpions. I thought, yeah, I mean, you know, most towns have the, the statue for, like, their World War One departed. Mm-hmm. And this place has a big, it's a statue of a guy in cargo shorts. Right. And, like, a khaki shirt. And he's mm-hmm. and he's grasping his shin and wincing. And it has weird phrasing where and it does a, say the most scorpion stings in the east, and that's east of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> right. So that's it's worded strange. I wasn't used to it at first. I guess it's counting the entire world and Hawaii being the westernmost point. Right of the world, it's of a strange, world, yeah. it's a strange map. I looked at it for a minute. It is a, it is a weird map because it still has dragons on it. <laughs> the east. I mean, it just goes to show, though. I think we learned something important about perspective. You know, you always, mm-hmm. you see the world through your own eyes, not for all those explorers that I know. <laughs> Who are they? From, came from Tonga over to California. <laughs> They're just fellow people. Yeah, and they got stung by scorpions. Right. It's just. Anyway. Um, anyway, but uh, no, the truth is, you have a dog. Yeah. How's that going? Tugboat. I sent him off for help. <laughs> yeah. You see. When we had missed breakfast and lunch and... Tech, and second breakfast. And second breakfast and, and onesies and all that stuff, <laughs> we I sent the dog for help, and he's yet to come back. That was that was only 72 hours ago. Yeah. So we got I, I know he'll come through. Well, he's an adorable little guy. He smells like Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. Right now he looks like, is it Jareth? Uh, uh, David Bowie's character in Labyrinth or Rod Stewart in maybe mid 70s. The, the the groomers really killed it on his haircut. That real that weird like feathery top hair thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I'm kind of envious almost because that's that's kind of a cool look if you can pull it off. Yeah, I, and he just I, frankly I can't pull it off. Yeah, and he doesn't seem self conscious at all. He came out of the groomers and just immediately started licking and jumping and all that kind of stuff. No, he's more confident, if anything. I thought there would be like a little dog fedora he would have bought or something <laughs> and just been like, well, I'll style it on special occasions. No. <laughs> dog he just, fedora? He just came fluffing out. He's got a dog fedora, and when Allie walks by, he tips it and goes, my master. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum tipping. Yeah. <laughs> he starts tipping it like crazy. Yeah. Just between his two little little paw nubs, whatever they're called. Yeah, dog arms, I don't know. Dog, dog, little, furry little, dog little, arms. Like beast fingers. <laughs> yeah, they're called beast fingers. That's what I call them. That's what the vet says. Like, <laughs> oh, he's a beautiful dog. You look, oh, beautiful beast fingers. So when you're trimming their nails, you got to be careful of their beast fingers. Yeah, don't get too close. You don't don't, don't want to you, hurt their little beast fingers. You don't want to snip off a beast finger. So uh, forgive me. I hope the the sound didn't pick this up. I just got a missed call from an unknown number. I believe it's a cop. Just <laughs> play it cool, man. Yeah. No. Here's. It, I think it should be a cop calling me. Hopefully, I got a voicemail from a cop. Uh, as I was leaving my barracks, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm walking up, ready to come to the Ferris wheel to record the podcast, and I hear a, a very distinctive sound. All right. And I look down, and on the ground is this guy, and he's got, like, a bunch of accessories around him, and he's holding this little flat thing and a rolled-up bill. And no he's way. leaning against the door to the laundry room of my apartment building. Just just blowing his brains out. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> just no, railing and, some lines. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't associate cocaine with gutter drugs. It's more of like a high-rise 80s Michael J. Fox right. party drug. It's like a crocodile Dundee turns it down. And pours it in boiling water drug. Right. But that was a, a way. Wasn't that like a Wall Street sort of party in Crocodile Dundee? It was, Dundee? yeah. And now, mate. Oh, sinus problems, eh? Well, that's <laughs> okay. So he said. <laughs> so I'm standing there, just my mouth agape, and in my my brain is screaming, seriously? Like my brain is saying, say that, say that out loud, say seriously. <laughs> but I don't say anything, and he looks up and he goes, eh. Sinuses. <laughs> so I called the police because you know, if you're gonna do that at your at your corporate parties, you know maybe oh, maybe that's classist. It could be. But you know I don't really want a drug addled guy doing laundry. Doing yeah, doing laundry on in the gutter six feet away from my front door where my cat lives. Wow. And so I called the police and they she asked like you know is there anyone in immediate danger or is there anyone in danger? And I said well I mean. This guy maybe just, just the yeah like <laughs> just the general danger that comes from having a guy who is so out of his mind that he thinks I'll just do it here in front of all these cars <laughs> in the middle of the day. Yeah, so it's not it's not a really it's definitely a, a danger, but it's much more generalized yeah. than specific. Right, he's not banging on my door waving a knife around yet. Yeah, but but could be. Yeah. But also, I mean, I just question is, you know, like that is... It's a level of danger, I'd say. Yeah. If, especially if you're not bothered by, apparently, the world. That right. you're doing something incredibly illegal. In a in a high-traffic area. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it is a little hidden in this alleyway. I mean, long-time listeners of our old programs may remember when I saw the naked guy taking a shit back there. But that was at <laughs> night. 
<laughs> and he was at least behind the dumpster. Yeah, he was. I, I can't. I've I've been there. We've been there before. Right. Everyone is shit behind a dumpster at some point in their life. Right, and you know it's not something you brag about, but it's not something you shy away from either because you know we're human beings. Right. Um. I mean, speaking of diarrhea. <laughs> This was another one of the best things that's ever happened to me. This this is an old story that I don't think I ever got to tell on the air. So it's like when you are going through your pictures and you do Throwback Thursday. Right. <laughs> I was at a... This is going to be Throw Up Thursday. Yeah, I was at the VA hall. You know, why not? The VFW, right. VFW. Not VA hall. That's a hospital. Just like shitting, we've all been there. <laughs> right. We've was, all been to the VFW yeah. at some point. I, I was at the VFW and they um, they're doing karaoke but with a band. So they so the karaoke book only had like ten songs in it, <laughs> but it was a guy with a guitar and a, and what's, a lady what's, on drums. What songs? <laughs> Were they at least well-known songs? Um, so just, all just all Frank Zappa songs? Yes, all Frank Zappa. <laughs> the most obscure. There's a bunch of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer songs. <laughs> none of the ones you've heard on the radio. No, no, just no. the deep cuts. Yeah, and then it has the, it's like oh, thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Organ solo. You know, they do Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven. But just the guitar solo part, where they say, right. "Well, we don't really, we haven't learned the verses and choruses, so you have to kind of just act like you're Robert Plant rocking out." Yeah, yeah, totally. And they do tequila, and that just means wear a little tiny cowboy vest and have your hair just wild. Yeah, look like <laughs> Brave, that cartoon Brave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it goes. And I, you know, I wanted to sing the blues, but. He sort of dresses like a Western uh, genie. If you think about his outfits, he's like MC Hammer, who who put all his clothes in the dryer and shrunk them, <laughs> and less colorful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because he's just got. <clears throat> at least that's how I picture him in a little tiny vest that you couldn't even get on a, a dog. <laughs> like Robert Plant in yeah. the 70s was. It was like there's like, no way he's buttoning it. Like, like what that is was the so not, it. It's just I don't have to put a sheriff badge on it. I guess when he's <laughs> yeah. not on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> he's keeping order in 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 like drug town. Yeah. Maybe in his town as the sheriff, someone will call the cops if you're not laying by the laundry room door doing coke. Oh, probably. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Get down here. There's this guy laying <laughs> he's got a by tiny the laundry vest. He's got a tiny vest. He's by the laundry room. He's not doing any drugs of any kind yeah. that I can see. He, and so... <laughs> people these days that that hate hipsters and they're like oh those hipsters and their skinny jeans and their wimpy music i like led zeppelin right like robert plant's jeans were the skinniest jeans of all i think they might have just been blue legs i know it's just a a really tight belly necklace that cut off the circulation (laughs) to his legs yeah that's just bare skin that's turned blue (laughs) just blue legs all blue legs man blue legs that's oh oh god blue legs johnson That yeah. was a blues man. His old, his old blue eyes. No, we're not talking about him. We're talking about old blue legs. No, blue eyes. He had class, but blue legs. Boy, he could. His, the sorrow in his voice. <laughs> I love talking about the blues. We should see if we can get a blues expert up here to That's just talk true. blues sometime. We, we do need our blues segment. I want to talk about blue legs, Johnson. But not, but not just any kind of blues. It's got to be not. No, I don't want to even want the Mississippi. I want the guitar. Blues. You, you mean you want like the the like, blues, the, like the blues, like the blues. <laughs> yeah. I want there to be a little a little tequila in the way you say that. Tequila, give me some tequila, yeah. cause I got the blues. I, I need a little bit of just a little bit of cigarette smoke in that saying. No, see, yes, some a cigar. I, got, I smoke cigars with and, my tequila. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's that's like that's like you know how there's a, a math equation that's supposed to be like the god equation or something in algebra yeah which i still don't even really understand how even basic math works no i don't either so when i find out that you can figure out how to like what what uh elements are on this distant thing in space because of math yeah because yeah. of math i'm still just like okay well i'm just gonna nod and pretend i understand that's yeah like i don't want to say like well how the hell does that make any sense <laughs> yeah but apparently there's some beautiful equation, and that's kind of the same as that guitar riff. That's like the God riff. It is. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because when, when they discovered that, the, the blues man that discovered it, he just poofed out of existence. Yeah. He became but a, luckily he became someone a saint, heard it. Yeah, right? he did. He became Saint Blue, 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 Blue Saint. Saint Blue. Saint Blue. It's like long Saint Blue. Yeah. By Electric Blues. <laughs> I love that song. How does it go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, St. Blue, looking down on me. There used to be a woman, but I prayed to St. Blue that she'd go away from me. Oh, tell it. My vest is too big. Gotta get a smaller one. And that's why I tell you that I got the blues. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's some good blues. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have to get the local blues expert here Love from Smogville in to, to talk about blues next week yeah, or the week after. Yeah, there's, because there's touring bands come through all the time. It's the, it's the World's Fair. Yeah, it's the World's Fair. It's uh, home. I mean, have you been to the Electrocuted by Guitars Memorial? No, I've, it's, been, I've been meaning to. It's really you can smell the the whole thing from here. Oh yeah, it's it's really moving and okay. uh, yeah, they they really need to ground their plugs here in Smogville. I'm gonna. Bring I've been assured. Up. Yeah, I've been assured they're gonna get to to that kind of stuff. They well, had to get it together. They had a t- you know the, a tight time frame. Yeah, I mean you know it's. So it they they, cut, they cut a they cut a few corners. Cut a few I, corners. I don't, don't want to criticize, but yeah, but they should ground the plugs. I mean, that could be an issue for us as it well, could, especially because it's been raining so much lately. That acid rain from the factory, I heard. Right. It's not is... exactly natural rain, but I haven't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, a lot the smell. About it. I'm starting to get used to the smell. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's, it's very. It was pungent at first. Now it's almost comforting. <laughs> yeah, it's like home. like you kind of know you're alive. Yeah. Because of the burning. I in smell your nostrils it. I smell stuff. it. and I just go, Shawnee. Yeah. We're home. This is coal chemicals, yeah. just this like open, uh, like burning, ju- the the burning junkyard is is like it just burns day and night. All the tires, yeah. I guess, is the smell. But anyway, anyway, we're getting off track. So so I'm at this bar. It's the VFW, and uh, uh, oh god, I maybe didn't, don't remember the whole quote. There's some woman that kept fart. She was like talking to my group of friends. She kept farting on us. <laughs> Speaking of acid rain. <laughs> And then we're like leaving, and I close out, and she's. So wait, were these silent farts, or was it? Or she literally ending sentences with like an exclamation? No, part, they were like s- just. <laughs> like, yeah. You guys don't know about the blues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. <clears throat> and she, she I was, I'm closing out, and I'm leaving, and she's talking to some guy about the Denver Broncos. Right. And I said something like, oh, the Broncos, I thought you liked NFL teams. I said some rip on the Broncos yeah, for some reason. Yeah, a nice burn. Yeah, and, and she turned to me and she said, you shut your fucking fat mouth, <laughs> diarrhea face. I will stab you to death. <laughs> which, which I applaud her for, for having such a measured response. <laughs> yeah. Could have got bad in that VFW, <laughs> yeah. but she chose the high road. Yeah. 
You shut your fucking fat mouth, diarrhea face. <laughs> I will fucking stab you to death. We might have a, the title of, of our letter segment. When, when, <laughs> when, we have to, when we start requesting our listeners write in yeah. emails, we'll start it by... But that will ha- is how we'll respond to every one of your letters. So, so <laughs> it, speaking of... Speaking of, yeah, we can be reached at worldchampionpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We are on the social medias. That's worldchampionpodcast. On Instagram, Facebook.com slash World Champion Podcast. And, and on Twitter, Twitter, at Smogville Fair. Yes, that's Smogville, S M O G V I L L E Fair. F A I R. Right. Might as well just go the whole way. <laughs> I know, the spelling. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and uh, also find our feed in iTunes. Right now, you're probably hearing us on the Pizza Party or Fight for Comics feed. Right. So we're, find the World Champion Podcast feed. We, we're growing a feed right now that we're going to. To, you know, Nurture. We, we, yeah, we've we've sown the seeds of our of our podcast, and we're gonna reap the benefits soon. Yeah, and our website is worldchampionpodcast.com. Don't ask me where it's hosted, <laughs> because I don't know. You ever you've you've been in a car wreck? Yeah, I've been in a couple. There, there. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> well, it's just because you look so bad. I was <laughs> trying to explain. I was trying to. It's either that or you got attacked by a wampa. I know. It's, it, I do appreciate it when we first go to parties and you just say, you've been in a couple car wrecks, right? And then people just immediately don't say anything about my horribly disfigured face. Yeah. Why do, why do you ask? I witnessed one the other day. Um, you witnessed a car wreck? Yeah. Gosh, this crazy stuff has been going on. Yeah. I had, uh, the night before, I was super hungover. The night before, I got together at a friend's house and drank Chumbo Wambas. Have I told you what Chumbawampas are? Something strong, I imagine. Well, it knocks you down. Well, in the song, well, you get back up again. But in the song, they say he takes a whiskey drink, he drinks a vodka drink. Oh no! He takes a lager oh, yes, drink, yes. he takes a cider. You so sent me a photo of this, and yeah. I was like, "Rest in peace, dear Brian." Yeah. So you line that up, and you have to drink it before the the song's done playing, because you know that's what frat boys like me do. Wait, I mean, thirty six year old men. But it's sort of like the, an anniversary anniversary of the. F- frat you were never in it was like okay that came out weird (laughs) it was what most 36 year old men do right it's just a cool thing to do is like weird drinking games right because that's not like something a 21 year old would do yeah no no it's not no or an 18 year old in 1995 right right (laughs) 21 year old would never listen to chumbawamba or know what that is (laughs) i get doctor is that is that is Chumbawamba something like I immediately knew what that was? Is this something that is, is the most people know? You think? Like if you, just, if you just brought up Chumbawamba in public, would most people have no clue what you're talking oh, about? Oh, probably, yeah. The I one. Mean, in fact, we should even explain it. It's a one-hit wonder band. Yeah, from, from probably from like, '97, yeah, '96, maybe. That a very uh, heavily played song on the radio. But yeah. I mean, now I guess that's it's been almost two decades, almost as long as we've collectively been podcasting since. They've released something famously. I yeah. guess they've released stuff that no, that some people care about. But yeah, because I, I know they espouse anarchist politics. I know, and I yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah, they're doing a good job of rebelling against <laughs> being a successful band. <laughs> they definitely are. They they're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we all have different measures of success. Right. Maybe the fact they haven't had a song on the radio since 97 is the ultimate, like, we've made it. So so every morning they get the latest issue of Billboard and they check the charts. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I was afraid we'd be 199. Nope. Thank God. 
56 weeks in a row, boys. <laughs> Not on know. the charts. It's like 5,000 weeks. That's right, about 5,000 by now, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't understand how math works. No, that's like 90 years. <laughs> but whatever. But I think we could say, uh, safely say that it's going to be 5,000 weeks before they have a hit on the radio. Yeah. I mean, we can even say 50 million weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's but that's great. I'm, I'm happy, happy yeah. for them. So you're drinking the Chumbawamba. Oh, yeah. And that has nothing to do with anything other than that my car was, was somewhere else. Okay. And so I got dropped off at home. My car was a few blocks away. Um, and my phone charger was in my car. So my phone had died. So I'm walking back to get my car about 3 o'clock. And um, I'm walking down the street, and I hear just the most tremendous clatter, crunch, boom, bang. Right. And I see a black car, and I, my my first thought is, oh, great, I'm getting towed. <laughs> but no, it was just some other car upside down. It wasn't my car being towed. What? Yeah. So the car's upside down, and the wheels are spinning, and it's crunched, and there's smoke and steam everywhere. And, okay. And, and my phone's dead. So I just hit a dead sprint, and I am no – I'm not an athlete. Like in the opposite direction, right? For safety? <laughs> yeah, for in case there's debris. <laughs> in case there, it could explode. Yeah. No, cars it could explode. No, I'm sprinting. I'm just sprinting, and I'm pulling out my phone to confirm that it is still dead. Right. And I'm yelling, call 911! Call 911! But there's no one around, so I'm just hoping someone hears that, like okay. in uh, the apartment complex or something. And I run up to the car, and I get to the door, and I crouch down, like, all right. What if there's a bloody guy inside? And I freeze. I just freeze. You freeze before you get down? I get there, and I'm ready to save the day, and then it occurs to me that what if there's, like, a guy inside with his head smashed off? Oh, God. And I don't want to see that. Yeah. Now, what if there's someone who's seconds away from life or death? And you're the last only I can help is him. You, you, this idiot, but like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. And that's the last thing they hear. Yeah. But, yeah. So, no, so, I really got scared because the car was so destroyed that I thought, what if I peek in there? It's a and legitimate I just see, fear. And I just see, like, a tongue and an eyeball. Yeah. No, it's it's stuff that you're going to have nightmares. Yeah. So so some other actual hero comes running from the opposite direction and just without no hesitation just yanks the door open. And this this poor guy gets out, and I admire his, like, wherewithal in his state of shock. Because he gets out, and he's, like, grabbing his leg and wincing. And he goes, well, I guess I know what it takes to roll that car over. <laughs> <laughs> and then my heroic move is he was about to sit down on the grass, in, you know, in shock. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, man, look out for that dog shit. So, uh, he could, so he could move over to the left a little bit. It's, it's, sometimes it's the small things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of He doesn't need to sit bad. in a pile of dog shit after he's flipped his car. Yeah. It's definitely adding injury to insult. <laughs> yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. Insult to injury. Insult to injury, yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lady that hit him, um, she said he just whipped out in front of her. He said he saw her way, way down there and thought he had time. And she must have been speeding so fast. So that um, he that's probably true then, right? I think that's true. She seemed like a jerk. Uh, and then, but that same corner, because a bunch of it's like an important corner in my life. Uh, there's been like three wrecks since then in the last three weeks. Really? And two of them were people park crashing into parked cars on the side of the street. That's weird. Yeah. So so this this and it's like a sleepy little street. It's not a major thoroughfare. It's an odd street though. It's got a lot. It's got a lot going on. It's yeah. got the tracks down the middle. No, it's not my street. It's a, it's the street up where my friends live. Wait, so you've been by this street a lot? Yeah. I've been How have you been lot. seeing car wrecks on, on someone else's street all the time? You're just well, over there? Yeah, because that's, okay, that's by okay. where my friends live. All right, all right, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, just fair enough. Just around. 
You're just rolling around, look, checking out your favorite streets, <laughs> seeing if there's any car accidents. Well, I got I've been bored. Yeah, you got, we've had time on our hands. I beat Bioshock so. Infinite. So you did, now, yeah. So now it's just like you finally beat Songbird. Yeah. Fi- how how oh. do you feel about it? How do you feel about the ending that we're not going to spoil? But how do you? How, what are your emotions? My emotions were existing. Yeah, I definitely had emotions about it. Okay. Wow. It so, kind of so, it surprised me. I'm not sure that I like it. Okay. Um, but it's definitely interesting, and it's definitely unexpected. We could actually spoil it. What are we talking about? No, we can't spoil a five-year-old video game on a podcast that isn't even about video games. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it turns happens. out, gosh, it's kind of like uh, in in the Nick Cage movie adaptation mm-hmm. when he's pitching the screenplay idea about the cop who's investigating a killer and the killer's himself because mm-hmm. of multiple personalities. Is basically you find out that you're the villain. Yeah. And you've time traveled. It, yeah, and it's an older version of you. Yeah, but there's you also find out there's infinite choices. It's, yeah, it's like you got this kind of I don't know, like astrophysics sort of thing. Going yeah, on. I don't know if that's a, a real word. Yeah, it's very haunting, very haunting ending. Yeah, it was it's very melancholy. You know, I I like those old Nintendo games where you win and then the president gives you a trophy. Yeah. And then I love when you find out, Elizabeth, why she has the little thimble on her finger that's missing. Yeah, because of the portal. Because of the portal shutting on it? Yeah. Yep. That's the, that's the best video game of all time, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Bioshock Infinite's a video game, by the way. Yeah, we're talking about video I'm hoping games. Our, our listeners, right off the bat, are very savvy about all our obscure things we like. Because yeah. that's going to be really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. It's going it's to be good to have a primer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Just be kind of like us, and you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> totally. Um, let's talk about sports real quick. We've, okay. we've, uh, uh, it is, it's NBA season. Right. We uh, are, of course, before we moved to Smogville, we were from Salt Lake City. Yep. So I think we're, it's fair to say that we're both really big Utah Jazz fans. Right. Which, by the way, I found out a good way to get downvoted on Reddit is say anything good about Carl Malone or the Utah Jazz anywhere. Really? You'll get downvoted to oblivion. By by Michael Jordan personally? I think so. Like who's He's got nothing better to do. He's sitting around in his hands. And he seems really cranky, sort of an ass. Yeah, no, he's notable for being kind of a dick and He's even a dick in the commercials. There's one commercial where Charlie Sheen's trying to get a ride from him and they're gonna like share some Hanes underwear. <laughs> yeah. You've seen that one? And the, yeah, and then doesn't Carl or and Michael Jordan like pull away and then yeah. slip the brakes and then keeps doing it or something? Or, or he like won't let Charlie Sheen into his convertible, which in his defense, is a really good rule to have. Don't let yeah. don't let Charlie Sheen into your convertible ever. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's a crazy man. He'll he'll vomit. He'll maybe chew on the seats. You're gonna you're gonna he's gonna start doing cocaine in front of the, your laundry room. Is uh, what he's gonna do. Hey uh, hey MJ, <laughs> got this issue with my sinuses. <laughs> you mind if I? Uh... Is that your Charlie Sheen? <laughs> it's not very good. It's not very bad though. I sort of I maybe could. Recognize I feel like that. it's not. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to fool anyone like a mm-hmm. spy. Right. But I feel like you would know that that's. It's supposed to be Charlie Sheen. <laughs> you could you could maybe do like an off Broadway SNL style skit. Off Broadway, off off Broadway, off, yeah, off. definitely. But like in in like your church. But I'm not gonna be like breaking into his house and the maid is there, like Charlie. And you like, got sunglasses uh, and a fedora on and like yeah. popped up collar. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. Uh, go away. Everything's fine. <laughs> That's something that's gonna be like you. You're no Charlie. You're not gonna be able to make a uh, Ferris Bueller style recording, <laughs> saying explaining why you're you're not in yeah. your room or you are in your room. I guess you're sleeping, right? Yeah, you're sleeping. So can you at least imitate Charlie Sheen's snoring? 
No, that's a really hard one. That is hard. Yeah. That was kind of a trick question. Yeah. Anyway, so Michael Jordan is is just in this commercial. He seems to be kind of an asshole. Yeah. So I don't know if that's I don't know if that's fair to say. I kind of hate Michael Jordan a little bit because of of our. You know, if you come to my version of Reddit, you're going to get downvoted for talking good about Michael Jordan. Right. No, he's the worst. Yeah. I don't care if he scored 56 points with the flu. <laughs> 54. No, yeah. 53. I don't know. Fuck him. <laughs> this is a good way to win over our new listeners. Definitely. Is to, to, to talk trash on most the most beloved basketball player in the last I don't want generation. That. I don't want them no. listening. It's true. No. You're, you're right on top of this. Those, I like your attitude. Yeah. No, if you're if you're going to write to us and say Michael Jordan didn't push off on Brian Russell in 1997, you know what I'm going to tell you? Just shut your fat mouth, <laughs> diarrhea face. Yeah, no, no, I don't want any of that diarrhea faces. Yeah. <laughs> so forget about that. So the Jazz, there were such high hopes for the Jazz this season. Mm-hmm. They they've very much overperformed last year. This year, you know, they're they're more healthy. Started out bad when our starting point guard uh, just had had to have his knee amputated. Like, does he even have a leg still? He's got a leg, but not a knee. It's just one kind of solid thing. <laughs> Sounds important, though. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know a lot about bodies, <laughs> yeah. but knees seem crucial. Well, it's, I mean, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Those are the most crucial parts of the That's body. That's true. I know. We were all taught that. Yeah. So that was a bad sign. And then Rudy, our our big man from France, he goes down with a sprained uh, something. Back spasms. Uh, yeah, no, then Derek Favors is the one with back spasms. I want to ta- talk about back spasms. <laughs> let's, okay, let's talk about how Derek Favors, who was on track to be an all-star potential MVP. He was, it was awesome. I saw him at a game. He did a slam dunk at a game I went to a couple of months ago where I stood up and started dancing. And it was I'm not, this is not the sort of thing I do. I'm not. No. I'm, I'm kind of like no, a wry sort of. Yeah, I've been in car accidents. You don't just spontaneously get up at a sporting event and dance. But this this dunk, I, I couldn't help it. I didn't even know what was happening. It was like I just just got up and started dancing. So that that kind of tells you that that he had some quality moves. Yeah, but now he's got back. He's been out for maybe three weeks now with back spasms. What does that mean? And I can only, I just picture a a fish flopping around out of water. That's what I'm thinking. So like, so Derek can't sit down in a chair, or he'll just shoot off of it. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Tugboat's back. Did oh, he bring help? It's tugboat. <laughs> How did he even get up get here? Get help, Tugboat. You're, you no. seem to be alone. He heard you say flopping around like a fish, and he brought us a salmon. Oh, my God. I think Tugboat's having back spasms. Oh, He's no. flipping all over the car. Oh, Tug. Well, that was no help. He didn't no, get no us help. help. He came back totally alone with back spasms. <laughs> yeah, so I, I picture that you can't sit in a chair for more than maybe one or two seconds before you're, you're, you you're thrown out by yeah. your own crotch and your own back like going straight. Or it's like watching someone get electrocuted or something. Or it's like a it's a cartoon or a, or a '60s sitcom where he's having he's at the club having back spasms, <laughs> and then someone's like, "Oh, check out that new dance!" Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone's doing the right now they're probably doing the favors dance. They're doing the favors dance. That's, that's true. That's one of my favorite things. That's so stupid. When people accidentally start dance crazes yeah. in movies. And does anyone even understand that? That's probably like a 60s through 80s television thing. Has that ever actually happened is the big question. Yeah, where someone drops a bowling ball on their foot. And then they're like, and ow, then, ow, And, and ow, then everyone's ow. like, whoa, check like, that out. Ow, the, ow, 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 ow. Let's do the ow dance. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, yeah they're, they're dropping like, do you know what this reminds me of this season of the Jazz? 
It reminds me of Band of Brothers. I was just thinking that. You, you were not. When you said, you know what it reminds me of, that's what I thought of. <laughs> They're dropping like flies, yeah. man. No, because then we just lost Alec Burks. It's a bloodbath. Yeah, our starting lineup is like four rookies. Yeah, they, they, we got all our bench warmers now starting every game. Yeah, and there's no one on the bench. It's like, well, you got to start and play the whole thing, Tibor. Yeah, we, we finally got a, a, a dark, cold, metallic heart, though, behind the team. Yeah. With, with our new head coach, Quinn Snyder. Yeah. Who, if you don't know what the coach of the Jazz looks like, you should do yourself a favor and Google him right now. Oh, boy. And you will see the ultimate Michael Douglas Wall Street type <laughs> yeah. guy. This is a guy that's in an office yelling over his cell phone and then throwing against the wall. Yeah. You know, he's got a, he's got his slicked back hair. He looks the closest to some sort of Lex Luthor villain you can get. He's the kind of guy who, when... <laughs> Maybe that's why the players are getting hurt. He's hurting him. But he's doing that supervillain thing where, like, you know, Tibor, he'll call him in. Like, Tibor, Alec. Uh It's like, Tibor, you missed missed 97 free throws in practice today. (laughs) Sorry, coach, I do better. (laughs) And then he turns the gun on Alec and shoots him in the knee. Yeah, that's what it is. Every one of these jazz injuries are from from gunshot wounds. (laughs) Yeah. Where where the villain shoots the other guy. Yeah. Oh, man, I hate that. I just saw that in another movie. That's one of my biggest <laughs> pet peeves. The villain shooting their henchmen. What do you mean you let him go? I, I just, just pi- got away, boss. <laughs> and then he shoots the other henchmen. Right. Don't let it happen again. Like, that's a terrible way to, to build your, your group. Yeah. Your crew. Is get rid of the competent people. S- scare scare, scare the, the incompetent people. Yeah. So your entire group is a group of terrified, incompetent God, that's actually describes every villain henchman, actually. That's why, yeah. That's why they're like that. Yeah. Because you think you, you could build something strong and powerful, but no. You just got to randomly... Every time that happens in a movie, all I can picture is the people, the street-level criminals that are like... One of them says to another, like, oh, man, we have this great opportunity. We can go work for Quinn <laughs> Snyder. Yeah. And then the other guy's like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. We, the, like, no one lives... After work, like we could get rich, like you say, yeah. but most of us will die from him. You remember little Dante from Australia? He wouldn't work for Quinn Snyder now. He ain't got no knee. Yeah, it's it's. It, you, you remember little Derek Favors? Yeah, he's got back spasms now, permanently. Wait, you mean the dance guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, Quinn Snyder gifts is a good one to see all his like. Just sinister faces. Just scowling. I mean, he, is, he is out to get Oliver Queen. And it's <laughs> it's in, the last thing he does. It's true, and it's intense, man. And I love it. Yeah. I love it that we got some passion yeah. and some fury behind him. I love his press conferences too. If you watch those, oh yeah, where he's kind of no nonsense, and he's very like he's still very twitchy and intense and like yeah. Well, listen, looks, we're just we're not a good team. He looks like he could literally flip the table over at any second. Yeah, one question he doesn't like. Like one question yeah. wrong, you are you are on a tightrope. He yeah. will flip that table. And yeah, just walk out. Yeah, and go and go hit one of the the young players in the knee with a bat, <laughs> or in the shoulder, yeah. yeah, or in the small of their back. <laughs> what time did you get to practice today? Uh, Nine o'clock, coach. Bam! Yeah, your knuckles are on the table. He just <laughs> whaps them with a hammer. Tomorrow, be here at eight. Yeah. Oh man. So it's not all dark, the, the, the season of the Jazz. It's not all going. It's not all doomed. Yeah. There's a little bit of hope. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, Rudy Gobert came back. And those back spasms have to pass eventually. You can't just go through your life with your back spasming. Yeah. For weeks. It's got to be miserable. 
Have you had a back spasm? I don't know what I don't, it is. I don't, I don't think, think it, so. I don't think it's real. I've had back pain. I think that's what it must be. Is it just back pain? Unless, the other thing I was thinking is maybe I've never actually really exercised. <laughs> that's a good point, too. <laughs> I think maybe there's all types of, of, of feelings you can get and, and ailments and maladies that I've just never pushed myself hard enough to get. Well, I've never really stretched. Uh, right. Uh, athletic competition, not really. Um, sustained movement. That's, well, it's not even think of even think of the exercise you have done, and then compare that to an NBA basketball game. Have you ever in your life done something comparable to that? So maybe back spasms are super common for all our fit listeners. And yeah. Like, oh yeah, back spasm. I had one today. Yeah. No back spasm. Why do you think I'm listening to this? Because right. I can't. Because I can't, can't get go, to, get can't to the gym. A, can't do a pickup game at the gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think most of our listeners are, are big gym rats. They are probably. There actually are some. May, write us, let us know. Write in if you have back, if you've ever had a back spasm. Yeah, and send and, us, and explain what that is and what it feels like. Yeah. To, since we're clearly not aliens, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to find out information of the human race. Tell us also what your weaknesses might be. <laughs> Do, let us know if you require any any oxygen or hydrogen to breathe, <laughs> or plutonium. What is best way to kill you? World Champion Podcast at gmail.com. All right, I want to talk about comics for a minute. I'm a big Captain America fan, as most of our listeners right now have no idea, but some do. Yeah. The, old, the oldies but goodies listeners. So I've been reading Sam Wilson, Captain America. So he's the. Falcon is currently the Captain America. Yeah. And there is a cover, I'll even show you this cover, that is. I bought it pretty much because of the cover. And it is Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain America, issue three, because they've restarted everything after Secret Wars. And tell me if you can dig this issue. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. So, this looks like the best. It is. So the the title says, or the little blurb on the cover says, Cap Wolf is back. It says, Beware Cap Wolf. Oh, Beware Cap Wolf. That's what it is. So this is an issue where Captain America turns into a werewolf. And this is a famous, I think it's an 80s story, where Captain America famously <laughs> turned into a werewolf. That's awesome. Because they reference it in this issue a few times. <laughs> but it, it was usually Steve Rogers, right? Yeah. So this is the first time that Sam Wilson, a.k.a. Falcon, a.k.a. the current Captain America, has turned into a werewolf. He's had to deal with being a werewolf. So this is a milestone issue. And yeah. I, I would encourage anyone to go out and get it. Like, it was really enjoyable. I don't really have a long review of it other than saying that Cap this is a comic where Captain America turns into a werewolf. I think that's, as they say, enough spoken. <laughs> there's even a Teen Wolf joke in the issue. Nice. There's a couple. There's there's a there's also a, what was the other joke? It was like Silver Bullet or something. Or that, No, there's a howling joke. Oh, nice. So it's, it's you know. When we, I got to be honest, we wrapped up our, again, Fight for Comics was our long-running incredibly popular comic book podcast. Right. Uh, we wrapped that up in late October. After ex- after uh, weekly for six we- years. Weekly for, yeah. Almost seven years. Yeah, almost seven years. I have read one comic book since then. Really? Yeah. I, I thought, everyone was asking, like, are you still going to read comics? I was like, yeah, totally. You know, I was still getting them. I was still looking forward to it, and uh-huh. I cannot bring myself to do it. Wow. I don't know why. It, it must be some sort of like PTSD thing. I think so, yeah. Because I, ironically, have read more comics in yeah, the last you've read a couple ton. months. I didn't read hardly at all towards the end. I was so burned out. But yeah. now now that I don't have to do it, 
I the 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 fire has has awoken inside of me. Yeah, you actually want to like call us up and talk about yeah, them when and... during the show. You didn't want to do that at all. <laughs> I know, I'm no, that's an exaggeration. I'm but... not much of one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah no, and I don't, I don't know. know. It's like I need to teach myself how to just enjoy them again as a guy that enjoys them and not read them and be like, okay, how am I going to summarize this plot? Yeah, that's 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 what it is. Is is when I was reading comics for the the comic podcast before. As I read it, I would have a notebook where I wrote down like funny little things I saw yeah. or like parts of the story I thought were interesting and and it was really kind of a, a it kind of sucked all the fun out of the, the yeah. comic to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And and after a while that became so so now to go to to just pull them out and read them without any kind of with just pure enjoyment is is purely enjoyable. I've been really really liking. It. I've been reading rereading a uh, Prophet. Remember how weird oh, that yeah, was? Yeah. It was so the strange science fiction kind of there's I don't even I still don't know what it's about. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird as shit. Yeah. But it's but I've been enjoying that. I've been enjoying the Immortal Iron Fist has been really good. Now you're actually reading paper comics yes. now, right? That might be all the difference. This is no it, it is. Like we were getting so much you know we were doing so much digital stuff. It's just so convenient. You just you don't have to go find parking anywhere. Right. You just push a couple buttons on your twirly knobber. Right. And uh, but and th- you got a comic book. But then it's yeah, it just takes the ritual out of it, which it, is part it, of the enjoyment. It is part of the, the like the sick mental mentally ill aspect is what I missed apparently. Yeah. So I like to to actually have the comic and look at the pages and touch them and smell them and sleep with it under my pillow mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and 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 wear it under my clothes just have kind of like a, strap it around your torso right yeah so i have it with me mm-hmm. close to my heart it's just it's been nice it sounds nice maybe i'll give that a shot yeah keep keep me posted on your if your love for comics it blossoms yeah because i'm concerned the only thing i've read is archie is Mark it'll Brown's happen archie. i'm it's way really behind good. on archie i'm bummed yeah it's good it's good stuff the, well the other thing i'm doing is trade waiting I went to the comic shop actually today, mm. and there was a couple things I wanted to buy, but I kept thinking if I just wait a few more months, I can get the whole story for cheaper yeah. collected. Yeah, and, and something I, that looks nice on a shelf and, and is I, all slippery in a box. And... Right, and I've never, I've never done that, so yeah. it's been nice to be able to trade weight. Although I don't know the end of Secret Wars, and I'm, I'm bummed about it, but I have to wait till March, I think. Mm. Is it over yet, or is there still it's one over. more? It's over. There might be one more. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. Hey, Secret Wars. You asking me about I don't Secret even Wars. know. <laughs> Get real. I don't even know. That was your catchphrase when you were a child star. It was. I know. It's coming back to me Shawnee, now. Johnny, who ate the last cookie? And I didn't want to be on. on... I don't even know. <laughs> I don't want to be on family comedies anymore. I was kind of no. like how you are with comics. Yeah. I I immediately stopped filming shows where I had catchphrases. <laughs> All right, we have a provocative question for the audience. Yeah. And this is something you brought up that I thought was really a valid concern, but 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 hard to speak about. Right. Kind of taboo. Is Blade Runner a good movie? Yeah, and at first at first blush, when you hear that, you're like, well, that's of course it's a good movie. But then you start thinking, is it actually a good movie? Right. And that's, <laughs> like that's get much my more eloquent than that. Yeah. And so I – here's the thing about Blade Runner that we discussed a little bit off air is it has a great look. It has a great cast. It has a really incredible score and, and, and art design. Uh-huh. And all the ships look cool and the tech looks great 
And even the concept is really a cool science fiction coms concept. Yeah. But is it actually an entertaining movie? Yeah, and I, I want to. I'm with you on that too. And I think, because I remember when I finally saw it was in a film class. We watched the director's cut. I think there's about three different cuts. This might it. be the problem. I want to talk about this in a minute. Yeah, and it was it was one of the first director's cuts to come out. And because Blade Runner, I think famously, was sort of the first me- mediocrely received. Because I know Harrison Ford kind of disowned it. I don't think it made a lot of money. And it came. This and came I think off. Critics the, were kind of like, oh yeah. This is coming off Ridley Scott making Alien, <coughs> and Harrison Ford yeah. making Star Wars, or had he made Indiana Jones, too? I'm not sure. He'd, he'd made at least Star Wars. I think he'd made Raiders of the Lost. I Ark think. Too. I think so. I think it was. So this after is Raiders. the two. This is like the hottest director with the hottest actor at, with a great idea at a time where Star Wars was really popular. Imagine an era like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so this is a long time ago when Star Wars. I know was we. Popular. I know we sound so old right now. I know we do. We sound like a grandpa. But this. Imagine a world where Star Wars was popular. Wait, it's. I typed in Blade Runner. It's playing tomorrow too. Where? Are you kidding me? We should go see that. Let's go. See, oh, that'll that'll be helping our research. Is this? This must be one of those like uh, things where they show movies at the theater. Like an old movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go see it. So th- this is the thing: is is after you proposed this question yesterday, pro- you know, as a provocateur. Yeah. I I watched Blade Runner last night, and I had watched it about a month ago. So I've I've seen it twice in a month. Which imagine a world where someone's seen Blade Runner twice in a month, also. Or even just seen a movie twice in a month. But I I realized as I was trying to explain what was going on to my girlfriend that there was no narration and i think the original cut has a voiceover that it's explaining everything yeah and that's what i need to rewatch before i decide because i uh i watched the i think it's called the final cut maybe i think it's a second yeah. director's cut and and i just i really enjoyed the world but it's it's really slow not a lot really happens and if it's not explaining it to you if i hadn't read the book i don't think i would understand what was happening yeah and maybe that's what maybe that's the charm. Maybe it's this strange alien kind of world, even though it's Earth. Or maybe people can look past it just for the cool rain and the lights and the flipped up collars and right. the little ships. And... It lo- it, it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. It's impressive. I, I I think it's still even ahead of its time in the way it looks as far as dystopian future. But so yeah, so that's the question. Write us in. Let us know. Is Blade Runner a good movie? Tell us why it's good or tell us why it's bad. And please tell me which which uh, version to watch because I want to watch it one more time. I'm leaning towards good. I really enjoy it still, but I'm not sure if it's just because I love science fiction. I love Harrison Ford. I love uh, Philip K. Dick. I love the future when the future is like hell when it's an awful nightmarish yeah. future. I, I I like that for some reason. I don't know why. And our friend has a cool Blade Runner tattoo, and I like oh, that. Oh yes, our friend has a beautiful Blade Runner tattoo. Yeah, it's amazing. It just says Blade Runner in like old English letters across his belly. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> that might not be bad. I don't know. Just get your favorite, the title of your favorite movie yeah. tattooed in old English letters across your belly. Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah. Forrest Gump. I got here with <laughs> yeah. tribal all around. Forrest here. Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's not my favorite movie, but. That's an example of, of yeah. this trend that's really catching on. <laughs> yeah. Mine says Michael Jordan. <laughs> you mean Space Jam, it says? 
No, the art the tattoo artist is fucked up. <laughs> it's supposed to say Space Jam. Um, so we should probably talk about Star Wars. Yeah. It, speaking of a world where Star Wars is popular, yeah. let, let's talk about our world. Right now, most now. mostly we're gonna talk about it so we get uh, some clicks and hits because I don't know if you've seen your sponsored Facebook content, mm-hmm. but I am gonna f- I'm gonna lose it if I see one more like. Oh, this this theory about Ray will blow your mind. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do the definitive theories, so don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Everything, you know. Oh, seventeen things you didn't notice about how shitty this movie was. Or... <laughs> seventeen things that r- totally ruined Star Wars yeah. that you didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I guess it didn't ruin it. Now we had talked about doing a review as a reunion of one of our old shows. We might still do that. I don't know. It's hard to just get us together. Yeah, part of the reason we've we've all branched off is it was just. It was the end days of the Beatles, man. We couldn't get all four of us in the same room. It's it's still we had a we spent weeks trying to all watch a movie together. Yeah. We weren't even recording just for leisure. We oh. could we could barely get the four of us in the same room. Yeah. And then we finally did, and we watched Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, starring David Hasselhoff, and it was awesome. It was awesome, and it was a great night, and I loved to see everybody. But but yeah, so we were gonna initially originally review Star Wars: The Force Awakens with Fight for Comics, but we're gonna do it here. Yeah. World Champion Podcast. And also, I still don't know if I can... I mean, like you say, The Last Days of the Beatles, I don't know if I could have done that without severing one of my oldest friendships. You couldn't do what? Talk about it with uh, Oh, that's that true. Person. That's yeah. true. The, the, the beast fingers would have been coming out and pointing. Yeah, there would have been beast fingers all over the place. Because I had a uh, wildly differing opinion from one of my very good friends to the point where I was really feeling You're, my blood boil. Yeah. That, I, and I, since I was sort of in the middle between these two friends, I kind of wanted to see it go down. I wanted to record, <laughs> I, I wanted to record yeah. this. I you, thought, yeah, you were trying to kind of egg it on. Let's like, have a reunion with some real fireworks. It'll be the real the real, yeah. how, the real podcasters of, 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 Smogville. of Smogville. Yeah. Proper. Yeah. Um, so I've seen it three times. Really? I loved it. I see absolutely no flaws in it. And if there are really? flaws, I'm going to willfully ignore them. I don't want to hear it. So you don't you don't care about the that it's exactly like a New Hope, basically. It's fine. I like a New does Hope. That, I know. I know. Yeah. But, but does it bother you? Because it did bother me a little bit. No, it did. We're literally dealing with yeah. an orphan on a desert planet finding a droid with a secret plan. They go to a cantina and then they have to destroy the Death Star. It followed it kind uh, of. Ah, uh, you could do that with anything. Uh, fair enough. No, I... a hobbit finds a ring and has to go to the Death Star and destroy it from a desert. Oh, okay. I guess not exactly, but no. And I and I feel like too that I I love it so much. I'm not one of those people who is just like Star Wars. Like I don't just love like you know I, I've. You're not a, you're not the guy that's the Star Wars guy. No, is that what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not the guy that's the Star Wars guy. Like where your relatives buy you Star Wars stuff. Is that I, what you're saying? I mean, I am. I mean, my relatives buy me Star Wars stuff, but. <laughs> But I'm not one of those people who's like, and I've, you know, one of my hobbies is getting in arguments with strangers on the internet. <laughs> and I remember years ago, I was like complaining about the sound quality on a Paul McCartney live album. And I just got like so hassled of like, but it's Paul. Really? How could he? But, but it's a live album with Paul. Like, who cares? Like, so I'm not just someone who like loves everything Star Wars. I've okay. never even seen those cartoon series that are supposed to be good. I've never played Lego Star Wars. I do love Star Wars quite a bit. But I'm not just saying like it's perfect because it's a Star Wars movie I saw. Right, right. Because you know I like hate you, the prequels. You, you do. You can step back from your fandom. Right, and I can step back and I can think like this movie 
maybe it's 85% good, but that's enough to tip the scales and just have me go ahead and say it's 100% good. Does it bother you that it's been... Another criticism I've read is that it is kind of a big commercial how they it's it's kind of pandering to star wars fans trying to make it so similar um that it's kind of like a big commercial for star wars you know that was a worry i had going in too i thought it would be i i feel like it rides the line just barely yeah um, from fan from fan service yeah because they could have made a big deal of having han shoot someone first i thought that's yeah. what was gonna happen okay and he was even gonna like Put his gun away and be like, I, always I shoot, shot first. I always shoot first. Yeah. Um, no one got their arm cut off. And yeah. they did the, I've got a bad feeling about this. They did a lot of the same things. Yeah. What I thought was interesting is all the characters in the movie are Star Wars fans, too. Really? Like how Rey has her little doll. She has her little rebel pilot doll. And yeah. then she goes out and puts the helmet on and, like, pretends. And then Kylo Ren is just a Darlo... Uh, Darlo Raylo fan. <laughs> What's that guy's and name? And Darlo Raylo translated into English is Darth Vader. Right. Yeah, he's a big... That's true, but... It's also his grandpa, right? Yeah. So does that make... But he really... He never met him, though, right? He was... Oh, yeah, he no. was long dead, huh? Yeah. He might have met a, an old ghost walking around somewhere. Yeah, that's that's the rumor that there's a Darth Vader ghost. I hope so. So, what... What about it did you like so much? Because I, I enjoyed it overall. Yeah. And I... And I, I, oh, here's the real question. What was the differences between seeing it the first, second, and third time? Because I, I did notice the first time I had, I had a lot of expectations. Yeah. So I was a little more nitpicky. The second time, knowing what was going to happen, I enjoyed it a lot more. Yeah, the second time I was able to kind of relax and pay more attention to the details. Right. Because I remember the first time, uh, one thing I was disappointed in is I thought the John Williams score was like completely unremarkable. Really? Ex- yeah, except for the stuff that we've already heard, you know, the recurring themes from the first movies. Wow. I thought, like, God, he really didn't do anything new. It's just, like, bland background music. And then the second time I saw it, and I was able to kind of turn that part of my brain on more. And pay- I was like, oh, no, there's tons of new themes and motifs that I, are, I was gonna that are say, great. Yeah, like, I was really gonna, good. That was one of the things I noticed the most the second time, and I thought it was a much more nuanced totally. score. Totally, yeah. Almost more, more mature and more... Uh, yeah. Just subtle, there were subtleties. I especially liked Ray's kind of tinkling piano. Yeah, theme. the tinkling piano was when new. She, when yeah. she's doing the salvaging stuff. Yeah. And, there was and, a then, few and that just like completely went over my head the first time, I guess, because I was too caught up in the visuals. Yeah. Because um, like Duel of the Fates is awesome, is an awesome song, but in the movie, mm-hmm. it does feel like okay, we're, let's stop the movie and do a music video for this song now. Yeah. Because it's just so bombastic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I like the music the second time. Every time I've been surprised, the the emotional parts. Oh, by the way, we're spoiling it. No, we, I mean, we, we no on. longer worry about it. If you yeah. haven't seen Star Wars, then... And uh, in a month. It's impossible. I don't even think... You want the impossible, finding a fan that hasn't already yeah. seen Star Wars. Yeah. But the uh, the parts that I got most emotional on still hit me the th- third time through. So there's the very the really obvious one. Right, um, where where Han Solo dies. Right. Are we not saying that? Should I cut that out? No, we're in. We're in. We're in. We just warned him that there were spoilers. It's true. Um, but then the big one is when uh, Ray when Ray pulls the lightsaber out of the snow right. and then ignites it. Like I am just like, I, there's no words. 
Like, it's not like I want to clap. It's like I want to stand up and dance or just go like, Bruh! No, you see, like, like it, I just it was have like, this, like, emotion that needs to burst it, it out It was of a me. back spasm. It was, like, exactly <laughs> yeah. when I saw Derek Favors slam and I had to get up and dance. <laughs> yeah. You did. I remember yeah. the theater seeing, like, a silhouette that looked like Snoopy scooting along and, and doing yeah. all the little, little, little jig. And I was like, oh, that's got to be bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. What well, sit down, asshole. It was right during. <laughs> it was during the middle of the the epic Ray and Kylo Ren fight in the snow in the forest. There was just a silhouette of someone dancing along, like, like Snoopy doing the like four Snoopy dances, where he's kind of scooting in one kind of, of them. Scoot and then like dust ca- kicking yeah. up. Yeah, dust kicking up. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I w- I wasn't mad because I knew it was you, but I was like, otherwise I would have been like, oh, this is the end of the movie. Will you stop dancing? <laughs> okay, I've got a <laughs> I got a question about Ray. Where did she get? Oh wait, where did the the yellow Yoda lady, Maz or something? Yeah, what was her name? The one with the big glasses. Yeah, Maz. Where did she get that? So that that lightsaber is the one that. Luke dropped out of Cloud City. Right. Is Cloud City directly above this this bar? <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. Did it literally just fall through like the skylight just, into ooh, someone's drink? Yeah. Waiter. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the flashback. Yeah. That's just to be a distinguished establishment. <laughs> well, I never. I'm, yeah. So yeah. so that's the 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 blue lightsaber. How do you build a lightsaber? Like, is this part of the Jedi training? They literally sit you down. And they're like, okay, get this, get that's, this power source. You plug it into this metal tube. That's supposed to be. And and but one of my big nerd pet peeves now too is seeing discussion about Star Wars when people drop in stuff from the expanded universe as though it's facts. That, that's been my pet peeve for two decades. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I didn't even consider expanded universe. It's such a dumb. Listen to this cannon. bullshit. I I will I will sum it all up in one little thing. I was looking at at some Star Wars book at Barnes and Noble. And it was like diagrams of the different ships and stuff. And they had a lightsaber. Apparently, a lightsaber has a little jewel. It's got a little crystal. It's got a little in crystal it. Yeah. in it that's yeah. that's filled with with magic or electricity or something. Yeah. And, and I just thought this is so stupid. I can't even handle this. This is a flashlight <laughs> yeah. with a magic crystal in it. Yeah. No. So I don't know if that is still considered legit or not because there's you know it's been 40 years almost of other supplemental material. So part of the Jedi training was that you had to build your own lightsaber. Right. Uh, and that was but for that me. was never explicitly said in the movie, so who knows. As a kid, it was very thrilling for me when Luke brought out his his uh, green lightsaber yeah. in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Cuz I remember that. I was I was old enough to I, I barely remember Empire Strikes Back. Cuz I saw all of them in the theater. I saw Star Wars in the theater with Harrison Ford and all the the cast. Cuz oh, yeah. my, my mom worked for 20th Century Fox. But had you been birthed yet yeah i was like oh, okay. three, I, I saw it when i was like three months old <laughs> cool so i yeah I, I i i was it was a it was a moving experience for me too i yeah. I, I moved my bowels <laughs> i remember just shitting myself right at the most climactic parts yeah. but i saw i saw it with harrison ford and george lucas yeah. and everybody yeah so which is is something i like to brag about but sadly can't remember at all <laughs> right so empire yeah. strikes back i was a little too young and then Return of the Jedi, I was getting to be like five years old. Yeah, that was the first movie I saw in the theaters. And so seeing the whole job of the Hut shit blew my yeah. mind. The rancor. And, and it's still it's still good. I've rewatched all three of the original movies since seeing Star Wars, and I'll tell you what's what's badass. The Hoth scene at the beginning of Empire yeah. Strikes Back, and the and the job of the Hut stuff at the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Those two things are the coolest like hour of of the entire trilogy. Yeah. So the green lightsaber was thrilling to me as a child. 
So he was. Well, ma- there's there's a deleted scene that shows him like finishing it and then stuffing it into R2. Really? Yeah. In 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 Return of the in Jedi. In Return of the Jedi. Is it a flashback or what? Is it, it the no, beginning? It's, it's at the beginning. So he's in a cave and oh, you I'm see glad him like they didn't show you see that. him like screwing the lightsaber together and then he like shoves it in an R2 slot and then R2 and C3PO leave. I'm glad they cut that out. Yeah. It's and a then, nice surprise. And then the Emperor says something about, oh, I see you built a new lightsaber. I think he, he says that anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's I see you've world. constructed a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm the Emperor. <laughs> the Emperor is such an idiot, man. When I was watching that again, I was like, he's so annoying. Oh, I'm afraid your friends <laughs> I know, will find it quite operational like by a, now. I just wanted Luke to go up and like push his throne over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it goes over backwards. Like, not kill him, but just bully him? Yeah. Stop maybe, hitting yourself. Maybe, like, pull his robe over his head so he can't see. <laughs> Stuff like that. Give him a less swirly. Wet willy. In, yeah. in, 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 in Empire toilet, whatever yeah. they're called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, what did you. What did you think of the... I'm going to jump back to the Kylo Ren killing Harrison Ford. Yeah. It was an emotional thing for you, but yeah. how did you feel about Kylo Ren in general? Because he was, he was my favorite character oh, for in sure. the whole yeah. movie. More than the heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. No, he's so interesting. Like, And that's... Uh, we've seen this heroic character so many times, whether it's like Wolverine or... Right. Or uh, what's his name? Norman from Walking Dead. Right. Who's the bad guy who's trying to be good. I can't remember ever seeing... A good guy, a wanting... bad guy who's trying to be bad. Yes, he's but he's tempted to be good sometimes. No, the whole draw of the light side of the force. Yeah, it just I thought that was brilliant. And trying to resist it and because you always think because you always think of the force <coughs> as this thing you, you do that's constantly trying to draw you to the dark side. Yeah, it's like a big magnet. Yeah, but it never occurred to me that you could be pulled towards the light side too, and then not want to, and then not want. Yeah, yeah. it was such a cool idea. Yeah. His voice was cool. His look was cool. Yeah. Oh, Adam yeah. Driver, I didn't, I didn't know a lot about him. Everyone keeps talking about girls. I've never seen girls, but uh, apparently it's hard to, to deal with. Like it's hard to accept him as not this shitty boyfriend to oh, yeah. Lena Durham. Is that her D- name? D- Dunham. Dunham. Yeah. Apparently he's just this shitty pervert boyfriend. Oh, okay. And so I'm gl- sort of glad I haven't seen that. My only experience with Adam Driver is the cowboy from Inside Lewin Davis, <laughs> right? Who has cemented him in my heart. Oh, absolutely. Maybe the yeah. best scene in the yeah. whole movie. Shoot. <laughs> Outer space. It's so funny when Lewin Davis and Justin Timberlake are talking, and he's just in the background, just going like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he's great, man. Yeah. And all his unsold his album cover where he's in his cowboy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I was I was I thought it was really a brilliant way to kind of pass the torch. Yeah. It was like having Harrison Ford in it. When I saw him, he first of all he was fantastic as Han Solo. Oh yeah. Like yeah. he uh, the last probably decade it seems like he's he's got some kind of dementia or something. Yeah. Oh that, maybe even longer than that. Yeah. That, that yeah. newest uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. He was like sleepwalking through that. It had no charm. He yeah. was, he just seemed like a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. Not even oatmeal. I'm talking like cream of wheat. Cream just, of wheat. Just yeah. mush. Just microwaved. Yeah. And and then he turned this mush into muscle because in this <laughs> it was it was believably. <laughs> Wait, did you just did you just throw in a kindergarten cop line? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's real subtle, huh? Yeah. It's, it, my, my my jokes are nuanced, much like uh, John Williams' score. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was kind of a deep cut. I'm glad you picked up on my kindergarten cop joke. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so so Harrison Ford believably felt like Han Solo 25 years later, 30 years later. Yeah. 
It just he just he just nailed it. Yeah. But at the same time, a thought I had early in the movie the first time was, so is this just like what's the point in these new characters if we're gonna have Han Solo here? You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's just gonna we're gonna have the characters we want when they find Leia. They yeah. they find Luke, which I I need to congratulate you for nailing the prediction oh, of ca- Luke. I called that, yeah. Months. months I'm, t- ago. I'm talking six months before the movie came out. We were discussing it. Yeah. And Brighton said, and I was saying, they're not showing Luke in any of the trailers aside from his robot hand touching R2D2. Yeah. Which we found out was a flashback. Yeah. Or a dream or, or something. something. Yeah. I want to talk about that in a second. Yeah. But, but yeah, Brighton's like, oh, he's gonna he's either gonna be bad. Or he's going to be like in the last minute saying something shocking like, come with me if you want to live. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it was. One, the last minute turnaround, he looks really confused. Yeah. It's Speaking very of, sad. He looks sad. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's a really sad thing about this Star Wars thing? Is the end of Return of the Jedi is such a happy event. And th- yeah. And it kind of has ruined the original tr- trilogy. that Now they've just moved on to lead miserable, painful lives. They're all miserable C-3PO lost his arm. Yeah, which I couldn't even recognize him <laughs> I, yeah. with that red arm. But, I mean, look at Harrison and – I'm going to stop calling him Harrison. Han. Han Hans. Yeah. Or I'll do as my girlfriend says. Hans. Hans. She calls him Hans. Hans. So when Hans and Leia – like, their love story is just pain. And, it, like, they didn't break up – It wasn't beca- all bad, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it, they don't even break up because of their relationship not working. It's literally like the death of their son. Their it's, son's it's, a murderer. It's like yeah. when your son – like, that always happens. A kid yeah. dies in, in the news or on Dateline, and the family's torn apart, yeah. which is understandable. Yeah. So that's Han and Leia's fate. Yeah. Luke, he's – he tries to be a Jedi and just screws it royally. Yeah. He does the same thing Obi-Wan does. And yeah. He gets like a little brat that turns on him. And he, yeah. he personally was training Kylo Ren, right? Yeah. And Kylo Ren, it, let's now talk about that flashback. Because that, the whole, a big part of the flashback of, of uh, Ray has when she touches the blue lightsaber is, seems to be a big sabotage of, of Kylo Ren and some boys coming to to fight Luke, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that like what is what is your take on so, that? So they're supposed to be called the Knights of Ren, right? Um, which was one of the things that I loved about this movie that I think the original trilogy did so well is just these tiny little hints that aren't filled in, right? So in Empire Strikes Back, you see all those crazy bounty hunters. They're in one shot for five seconds, right? And you're like, oh man, who's that? Who's the guy with the bandages? Who's, the who's bug this guy? lizard guy and the yeah. bug guy? So he's got some sort of crew, the Knights of Ren. One of them seemed to be holding a flag. Um, but yeah, I'm so curious Luke's to know got a, more about it. Why him. does Luke not have a, fit, a real looking hand? Why is his hand like why a Terminator? A, yeah. It's like the hand that built that they're trying to get in Terminator 2 that starts Skynet. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. just like a metal hand. Yeah. And then what does... So what's the end result of that? So we know that they murdered all the other Jedi kids. And then... And then Luke just ran? Did he run? I mean, did he, he kill went, him? Did they, him and Kylo Ren have a showdown? And then they must what have. happened? Yeah. But I mean, how could Luke not just knock the living shit out of Kylo Ren? Right. If Ray could Luke, almost do it. Luke was the last Jedi. Yeah. And that's something I wanted to bring up. That a lot of people talk about how whiny Luke is in the original trilogy. Yeah. Dude, by by the time he is in Return of the Jedi and he's a Jedi, oh he's yeah, so badass. When he's so confident, he is yeah. transformed. Yeah. And it is. And watching him in a row, it was. I was like, man, yeah. he is just a badass. This is your last chance. Free us or die. Yeah, like th- those are the terms. It's yeah. like so cool. And so he, I, I don't want to think that they had a one-on-one battle because I can't imagine him losing. Yeah. And then 
Well, and if he lost, then how did like neither of them are dead? So what what could have happened? I wonder. And Kylo Ren's not even, wasn't even injured. I, I don't think. Yeah. But then Luke went to find the original Jedi Temple, is what they say. So I don't know what the point of that is. Yeah, that's interesting. That's gonna have to be some sort of training thing. Like he's got to train himself some more, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe or lift two X-wings out of a swamp. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, just, it's like when you go to yeah. the gym, and when you're lifting a lot of weights, you got to add extra weight. Like you go up five pounds every month, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So you got to so keep you gotta lifting lift, X-wings. You got to lift more X-wings. Like one X-wing is not even giving him a burn anymore in the Force. So it's this whole like ocean planet. So he's just gonna lift up like dozens of. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be like, awesome. It's gonna be like the Titanic is yeah. gonna come out of the water. Maybe we're going to find out that the Force isn't... Like, maybe there shouldn't be uh, any Force things. What do you mean? Well, they always act like, like in the prequels and the original trilogy, like, oh, the Force is everything, and the Jedi's master it. And then the prequels, it's like, oh, there's always got to be bad guy Force guys, the dark side and the light side. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's going to find out that the whole thing's just like a big multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> and like, oh, wait, there shouldn't be a bunch of Jedi. He's like, oh, i got to train the new generation of Jedi. And maybe he's like, oh, wait, no, we don't need Jedi at, at all. Well, that's the first thing that blew my mind. I just is, pulled that out of my ass. No, but it, now, it's so, legit. But maybe, it's yeah. true, though, yeah. because I said we were going to come up with the definitive theories. <laughs> right. So it, it is clearly the whole Force thing is a big multi-level it's market. A multi, it's, it's, it's an a MLM. Pyramid, yeah. It's a pyramid scheme. Let's just say it. And if you think about it, before – this is why I find legitimacy in that claim – is the fact that I had always thought if you're a Jedi, you're either a – a Jedi or a Sith Lord. Yeah. So I thought that was like, oh, the good Jedi's and the bad Jedi's. This yeah. is the Force. Yeah. But now that I find out the Knights of Ren, I don't even know who those guys are, and they can use the Force. Yeah. So that means anyone can use the Force. And then the Maz seemed to have something going on. Right. And I guess so. The uh, Max von Sydow, the old guy, in one of the like companion books that came out, he he founded the Church of the Force. Oh, do you know what? One of my friends was asking me if who he was. Yeah. Is he really supposed to be a, a character that's not just in one scene? Well, there's there's like a book, like the you know the companion guide, that just has like little biographies of the characters, and it has some stuff that's not in the movies. Um, and so he's maybe force sensitive, hmm. and started something called the Church of the Force. What is force sensitive? You can just tell when people I have guess. the force. That seems like a curse. Yeah, something like that. You can't like, do anything, but you can tell another. It's like having the power to know when someone's eating a hamburger. <laughs> Right. Like that's like, oh, one of my friends is eating a delicious burger and I'm eating nothing. Yeah. This is an awful, this is a curse. Where's that? But I don't know how to build a cool sword because I don't know where those gems are. Yeah. I yeah. got no gems. Yeah. I got no burgers. <coughs> no gems, no burgers. The worst. Yeah. That's like a bumper sticker. Yeah. No gems, no burgers, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> World champion podcast. <laughs> yep. That might be our first one. <laughs> I don't know. No gems, no burgers, the worst. I like that. It's it's that's yeah. uh, pretty good actually. Yeah. How does so? What's your theory on Ray? I want her to be another one of Han and Leia's children, because I don't want them to be complete fuck ups as parents. And I also don't think Luke Skywalker should be having sex. Do you think? Really? That's kind of out of the blue. Well, because Jedi's aren't supposed to. They're not supposed to do that. That was Anakin's whole problem. Are you serious? Yeah, being you know, a Jedi is like being a priest. Yeah, that was the big thing in the in the second episode of the prequels. Well, that's horseshit. So you had to go get married in secret. <laughs> I yeah. hate that. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, it's like being an AA. You're not supposed to have a relationship because it'll make you start drinking. Yeah. So using the force is like having a drinking problem. 
No, I wanted, but it, it requires a lot of leaps because it's like, oh well, probably then Luke took her and hit her on this planet and did a mind wipe on them, and it's like, well, we've never. Is there such a thing as a mind wipe? We don't know. This. You can make well, someone and, forget and why, a child. And why, do, why does Han and Leia not seem to remember their kid? Yeah, but then they are. But then Kylo says, "How like, old is Kylo Ren? Maybe it's Kylo Ren's daughter. Is that possible? Maybe that's what so. maybe that's what screwed up the whole Jedi training. <laughs> yeah, is he got this girl pregnant when they're both like fourteen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we don't know how old they are. They seem to be about the same. Kylo age. could be thirty. Ray could be sixteen. Yeah. Oh man, that would be. This is probably the most. This is probably the first time that this theory has ever been yeah, that's, told. Like you think and every it's definitive. You think every Star Wars theory you've, you've ever heard is online, but this one is nowhere. I'll, yeah. I'll bet. No, no. Ray is Kylo Ren's daughter. Well, there. Let's just leave it at that then. Because then that way that would explain why she's able to use the the blue lightsaber of Luke's. It's, and he's. It's technically her grandfather's lightsaber. Yeah. No, her great grandfather's yeah. lightsaber. And he says, "I'll train you." He does say that. Which is what Darth Vader said to Luke. Do you think he's just got a little Force-sensitive vibe there, or does he know it's his own daughter? Yeah, it's his own, that's what it is. It's his own daughter. Teenager. Who could it, who could it be besides that? Obi-Wan Kenobi's daughter? That's another they're, one I've Yeah, heard. they're saying that. They're, I mean, Luke is the obvious one, that it's that Luke's seems, daughter. That seems too obvious, seems though. too obvious, yeah. It seems like J.J. Abrams is too smart for that. Yeah. Like, it seems like he would he would have thought that's... A little too yeah. like having more twins and more kids is like yeah. a little. Maybe she just isn't is nobody, just yeah. a, je- a Jedi person. I, I mean, I that I wouldn't hate that. I, I wouldn't care. I'd either, be fine actually. with the fact that not everyone important is related. What if Luke fell in love with Rey? Would you be okay with that? No, I would. I would not be okay. What with What if that. he was training her and loving her? <laughs> like <laughs> so it's like uh, it was... it's like any one of those like a Kevin Costner teaching someone how to golf. Yeah, in a movie like, no, you gotta be, your hips gotta be loose. Yeah, so he's teaching to swing a lightsaber. Yeah, it is. He's creeping up behind her, putting his hand on her thigh when they're he's trying to show show her the proper stance for lightsaber battles. Oh man, that's what's just, gonna happen. God, the second episode. He's gonna creepy be weird. and lonely. He's been on this island. Who knows what's he been doing all these years? So all the goodwill that this episode built up is gonna just be wiped away with the next one. Yeah, when it's when it's, it's a romance Star between Wars. Luke and Ray, Ray Kylo Ren's daughter. Star, well, it's gonna be like the creep, the fall of the creep, or something. <laughs> fall of the creep. That's what's it's called. Gonna be Episode cre- eight, fall or, of the or creep. Or how about creepy Uncle Luke? Creepy <laughs> Uncle Luke. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, Star Wars Episode eight, creepy Uncle Luke. <laughs> He's naked baffled. under those robes, you know. Oh yeah. He's a little bit of a streaker. <laughs> He's a little, like maybe the Jedi training didn't go well with Kylo Ren because he kept mooning Kylo Ren. <laughs> So he's just a big prankster. He's kind of a serious, angry guy, Kylo Ren, and like he just finally got fed up. So he's like, Master Skywalker, I'd like to know how I can balance my. <sighs> yeah, and then he's just like, Why don't you talk to me in my red? Look to me in my good eye. <laughs> so Luke is just a, a dumb prankster. He he kind of fell apart after the, all the things that happened in the big battle with the Empire. Afterwards, it's like it's like when your life's no longer exciting. And he just like it's like kind of a, a mixture of a midlife crisis, and then he's a little bit shell shocked, like a Vietnam vet. Yeah. So he's so crazy. He's kind of weird. And sort weird of drinking problem. Drinking problem. Yeah. And 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 he's starting to he's creeping on younger Jedi's. <laughs> and pre- that's okay, you know. You, you sort of understand that, but it's <laughs> it's also creepy, and it's not gonna it's not gonna end well not for go, Luke. Yeah, it's not gonna go over well with the fans. Would well, you think that Han actually died? 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love. I love. To, oh, that's a good. Yeah. I love saying that to people with a straight face because yeah. for a minute there I was like, huh? I, don't, I think he's dead. I don't know. He did have a big hole in the middle of him and then fell into a planet that exploded. Yeah, Hans is probably is dead. Hans, Hans is dead. Here's something that that someone brought up online that didn't occur to me is Chewbacca. So Han and Leia have a kid. Chewbacca, of course, is always there. So Chewbacca's the father? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, but imagine Chewbacca playing with little nephew Ben, this little baby, and and like Ben what? running around the Falcon, and this big bear Chewbacca chasing That's after true. him, and hugging him like uncle. Like like Kylo Ren should know Chewbacca really well, right? Totally. And, and so Chewbacca shot him in his stomach. Yeah, but so that was I saw this comic strip some guy drew today that showed like Chewbacca playing with little baby Ben and trying to comfort him and stuff, and then it cut to that, and Chewbacca had him in his sights uh, with a headshot. And move and down then, to his gut. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good uh, pretty good theory, or not even theory, but just idea. Yeah, because he would view Chewbacca as like his dog. Yeah, he would just love him. Yeah, some little kid running around with his. He would like, yeah, he. I don't know. I, I I'm excited to find out what the falling out was. I guess. Yeah. And I don't really care about theories. I I'm I'm curious. I I really want to see more of uh, Lewin Davis of uh, yeah. Oscar Isaacs, who yeah. just. Stole the show, man. <laughs> yeah, he in was only so couple great. Scenes, yeah. I loved like the, the the little scenes of humor, like when Finn is gonna break him out, and he's like, he's like, oh, he yeah. doesn't know who he is, and then he just goes, "We're gonna do this." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like it's all pumped up. Yeah. Like I just loved that. And I love too. I've said this about other things too. My one of my least favorite things is when there's a team, and you have to have that moment of distrust just because it's one of the story beats you have to have. Right, right. Um, you know, any Avengers or even the new Star Trek movies. So I loved that. Just right, there was no moment of like, how do I know I can trust you? They're immediately best friends. Yeah, just immediately. Oh, bro. Yeah, that's true. Because it's the right thing to do. You need a pilot. I need a pilot. And Finn, yeah, we haven't even talked about Finn. He was so good. He was funny. Yeah, you got what? You got a boyfriend back there? Cute boyfriend. I'm trying to decide if he is supposed to like. I'm so used to the Luke, Han Solo, like structure of yeah. characters. When I was watching it, I was like, so is is Finn supposed to be Luke, and yeah. Ray is sort of supposed to be Han Solo? Yeah. And then who? Are there other characters? What are the other good characters? And then. Oh, then Poe. Poe po Dameron, yeah. Poe's kind of... They don't really fit in... Like, they all kind of kind fit of into all of them. Right. Yeah. And especially, I would say, Ray seems like she's Luke and Hans. Yeah. Hans, yeah. And Finn is just something new. But yeah, I love the... Yeah, Finn was awesome. And yeah, I had no idea Oscar Isaac just looked like a classic, like, silent film star. God, he's he's a good... He's a good-looking dude. He's yeah. handsome. He's charismatic. Yeah. Just that million-dollar smile. Yeah, it, it, but he's just... He's got... He's a good actor. And I love, too, when just not bothering to explain. Like, so people are complaining because they have to have make a list of 40 plot holes by midnight. Right. But when he's, they're like, Poe, you're alive. How'd you make it? And he's like, yeah, I made it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I woke up and you weren't there. He says something like that. Then I got off the planet. I'm fine with that, man. Yeah. Like, it's like someone was telling me that. I think it was my boss, and I think she was implying that I was a liar. <laughs> she told me that the more details people add to stories, that's when she knows they're lying to her. And I just oh, I just gotten finished too. telling her an elaborate story. Yeah. <laughs> With a lot of details. Yeah, a lot of flat tires, nosebleeds, yeah, traffic, exa- exactly. deer on the freeway. Yeah. So, I don't know. Wait, she was she yes yeah, she was calling you a liar. It sounds kinda, like it's it's the, how I took it, but well I think that's how it was to be taken. <laughs> you told the story and then she immediately said people that use details are liars. Yeah, 
pretty much. That's kind of <laughs> that's pretty much how it went down. But maybe that it's that sort of thing. Like all I need, I don't need some elaborate tale of how we got off the planet. I just need like I made it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. If you're able to have fun in movies in general, right? Yeah. People that are nitpicking need to like. And it's like, do you need to see every little thing that happens? Like, I know we're not watching. Where where do you buy that jacket? Like a point of view of your life. Yeah. It's like let's include him shopping for the jacket. Let's include them eating all their meals and going yeah. to the bathroom. That's some people that you hear him say. Movies are so unrealistic. Like when someone gets a phone call in a movie and they hang up without saying goodbye. And all that. Like, Can you w- imagine a real phone call in a movie? Yeah. When you it watch- would be the most boring nine minutes of any film <laughs> yeah. ever made. So you watch the old 60s show Dragnet, which I love to watch, and they do the phone calls in real time where it's literally like, hello? Yes, this is Joe. No way. Really? Do they really? Yeah. And it's wow. just like, holy shit. No wonder they switch to just like, yeah? On my he's way. He's there? <laughs> on my way. Hang up. Yeah. Okay, goodbye. No, you hang up. Okay. Which, which one? <laughs> The one on Main Street by the Chipotle. No, okay. the other one. The other one. Yeah. The one we went to by the car wash. You <laughs> yeah. know, the car wash. When we washed your mom's car when she was in town. <laughs> I can't believe you can't remember this car wash. You've been you've been there yourself. See, this, that's a phone call. Cut. I should cut that out of this episode. Actually, <laughs> that's you've proven your point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't see how you, most people. I don't. Like you said, one of our our friends hated it. Yeah. Like uh, hated it. Utterly hated it. Used the phrase, I am so angry right now. And mm. and is trying to say, oh, mark my words, you people all like the prequels when they were first out. Yeah, no, he, no. Yeah, th- he's trying to say that this is on par with Phantom Menace, which is on par with getting kicked in the nuts. <laughs> so that's not true. I left yeah. this one, my nuts feeling fine. Oh, even better than ever. Yeah, bad, the best they've ever felt. Yeah. So it was... I don't know. It's gonna gonna be hard to hate. I I all of the criticisms I've read are pretty fair. I I did kind of roll my eyes a bit when I was like, really another Death Star that's just bigger. Yeah. But I don't know. What do I give a shit? You know. Yeah. yeah. I got better things to worry <laughs> about than than little spacemen and their and their magic swords yeah. and stuff. Like, I'm fine. Know, yeah. As long as it's not making my life worse. Like the prequels did. Right. Prequels that <laughs> like we're, we're made our the, lives worse. Much worse. Yeah. Made me hate myself, hate the, my, my childhood hobby and passion. Yeah. If you if if your product makes someone hate themselves and the things that are part of their formative years, you've you've fucked up. Yeah. So this is I, I was enjoyed this thoroughly. I hope our podcast isn't like that. Young young fight for comics fans. Like this new one ruined my childhood. God. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> I know, good note to end on. I know, that was right on the money, too. Well, the reason I brought that up is because I got the podcasting blues. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I want to talk about a couple things before we wrap up that I forgot to talk about at the beginning, about how dangerous of lives we apparently live. So you told the story of a car upside down. Yeah. You stole a story of a cocaine snorting guy in front of your building. Yeah. I heard a story last night from one of my good friends who went to the pizza shop, the pie hole at two in the morning and that, you know, that dance club next door to it. Yeah. There was a shooting there and and everyone came running out of the dance club with all these pops, pop, pop, pop. Oh shit. And someone ran by and fell on my friend and, and, and she fell down and then her and the guy she was with started running up the street with everyone else because they're like, you know, there's gunshots and everyone's running. Yeah. They ran with him. And then when the guy like lifted her up off the ground, he looked at his hand that was all wet and it was covered in blood. Oh shit. And the guy that had fallen on my friend had what had been shot. 
So it was just tons of blood all over her jacket. And she said she took off her jacket and threw it on the ground and ran. She wasn't even yeah. going to wash it. No. She was that horrified yeah. by the blood. Because I was thinking, blood comes out of, of most yeah. pleathers and leathers. Yeah. and Like, oh, that's no problem oh, if yeah, you're covered in, in another person's blood from a gunshot. Pleathers. Is, yeah. this, uh, is, this, is this a mutual friend of ours? Yeah, it's Stephanie. Okay. So someone got sh- shot at that. the dance club. This was apparently yeah. recently. Huh. And then she told me another horrifying story. Oh, she also went home. And someone was in her house. Someone oh, I heard about that. Had yeah. broken in. To yeah. Her, you know, another mutual friend lives there. Yeah. And and someone had broken. The, was the back door open and the front I window like, yeah, open? I was asking or... Cynthia about it. I said, did they take anything? And she's like, no, luckily when I pulled up, then they left. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. So I just thought I'd add these two horrific things yeah. that happened to close friends on top of the cocaine use, the car wrecks. Being so we, thre- we got yeah. shootings, threatened, being set, diarrhea face, <laughs> diarrhea acu- face being act. called, an, yeah. ne- never being so accurately insulted in all your life. <laughs> right. We live a pretty dangerous no, life. it is. It's crazy, too, and just to think how unpredictable people are. So that pizza shop you're talking about, it's it's open till like, 4 a.m. on the weekends. Right. And yeah, I think it's pretty good pizza. Especially. It's way good pizza. Yeah. And, you know, you go there when you're drunk. But it's situated not. All, I mean, you're going there from all over town because it's kind of the only really late night pizza option. But then it's situated between like a dance club, like you know, like an in the club kind of dance club. Yeah, like a, a dance club where for you, like Jersey Shore type. People. Yeah, yeah, like kind of thuggish, fancy. It's like yeah. I don't even know what the term is. It, Jersey Shore yeah. is pretty fair. Yeah. So there's that, and then there's Maxwell's, which is the same thing where a bouncer got shot. Right there. <laughs> Jeez, really? Yeah, and then there's a biker bar right there, and then there's just all the other like, just regular people, and then you just get them all together, and like, just one drunken, unstable person. Yeah. To pull the like, what you looking at my girlfriend? Uh, no, sorry. You looking at my girlfriend? Yeah. And then next thing you know, 40 people get shot. I love the pro- thought process too. I should probably do something really erratic and spontaneous that will really affect my life for decades to come. Yeah. I should pull out a gun and shoot it at people. Yeah. And go to prison for 25 years. Yeah. Because be- someone because, stepped on my toe. Yeah. Because someone scuffed up my my Air Force Ones or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's 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 good good. Yeah. Uh, what's the term? Good impulse control. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway. All right. Stay safe out there, people. Right. On the, on these dark notes of how we've ruined your childhood of podcasting and, and all the blood the bloodbath that is Smogville, USA. Uh, scorp- yeah, I mean, we, we that's another thing is the scorpions. <laughs> the getting electrocuted from improperly grounded electric guitars. Yeah, that's right. Acid rain. And that's even the beginning. I haven't even had time to check out all the memorials in town. I know there's a lot. It's, it seemed yeah. like a lot. I mean, the coal mining disasters that just seem to be continuous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, boy. But anyway, we're excited. We're, we get to be at the Ferris wheel. I think we're getting paid eventually. Right, eventually. Um, we, they do feed us popcorn sometimes. When If someone throws out a bucket that's not completely empty, they give us the rest. So, mm-hmm. But it's cool. Thanks for listening again. We are the World Champion Podcast. Worldchampionpodcast.com. World Champion Podcast at gmail.com. What are they supposed to email us about? Blade Runner. Is, is Blade Back Runner spasms. is Blade Runner a good a good movie? Right against it or for it? Support your your position and let us know what what exercising feels like. Have you had a back spasm? 
I'd like I'd like a, a back spasm described in detail. Yeah, and feel free to write for anything else. Yeah, or, or if you have any lingering questions about Fight for Comics or Pizza Party Podcast. Yeah, and uh, we are Instagram. It's World Champion Pod. Facebook is World Champion Podcast, and Twitter is Smogville Fair. At Smogville Fair. Yes. And we'll see you at the Smogville Fair. Yeah, come on by if you can find it. Right. I can't give you directions. Yeah, it's a big and confusing layout. Yeah. But come come to the farewell. Say hi to us. Thanks for listening. Say and that. Say it again because it's a good way to close it. Come. I already forgot what I said. We'll see you at the... We'll see you at the first, Will. Will.